Hi, I'm Emma, and you're listening to the Consciously Connected Podcast, a space where I chat to creators, and quite often to myself, around forming a connection within to connect to our outer worlds more clearly. I myself am a yoga teacher, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and a womb science facilitator. Combine this with five years in marketing and you have me trying to draw both of my worlds together to help creators create consciously. If this is something that you're interested in learning more about, you can find me over at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore on Instagram. But now, let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be sitting down at the mic today because last night I attended an ecstatic dance held by a very beautiful friend of mine and it really sparked something within me. As I was dancing really freely, crazy moves, just not caring really about what anyone thought, what I looked like how I was moving my body, if it made sense, I feel like I was being transformed back to, like, young M. And it made me think of the fact that every single one of us has this, like, inner child creator. This way that we create freely, we create for the joy of it, We create without the need for external validation. Perhaps there's a bit of a silliness, a bit of playfulness, freedom within that. And when I say create, I don't necessarily mean like pen in hand. I mean things like dancing, singing, moving, playing, being. You know, you can really sub out whatever fits there. And it made me think (laughs) of how much we squash that now. And we know this, right? We know we're aware that often we squash this because as soon as we become quote unquote adults, it doesn't feel as accessible. It doesn't feel as welcome. It doesn't feel as prioritized. And being in this space where I was so freely dancing without a care in the world really took me back to young M, like that inner child me. And it took me back to being on a holiday. And you know how they used to do those like kids discos and just dancing on my own. Like all of the other kids were in the center and I'm just off somewhere, just dancing, having the time of my life, just singing at the top of my lungs. Really couldn't give a shit about what anybody else is doing. And I was a very, very creative child. I grew up with a mum who is a crafter by profession. And so our house was always filled with so, so much creativity. And I would paint, I would draw, I would play constantly. Like constantly, I literally couldn't sit still. Like people always used to say to my mum, like, has your kids got ants in her pants? Because she just will not be, right? She's always got to be moving and grooving and putting her expression into something and I said to my mum I'm going to be a published author one day and I used to say shit like that to my mum all the time she was like yeah yeah of course you are of course you are yeah and I started writing a book 
on my little crappy typewriter. I can't even remember what it was about. I'm pretty sure it was something to do with like a teacher doing a farm or <laughs> something like that. But the way that I said to her, I'm gonna be a published writer with not a single shed of doubt in my mind was so incredible that by age nine, that was actually true. At nine years old, I was a published poet in an actual book that you could buy in a store, which (laughs) it seems so insane now because being a published author is still a huge dream of mine. But when I look at that same dream through the lens of little M, as I will refer to her, she was just like, I love writing. I want to get my words out there. I'm going to write and I'm going to do it. That was the process. There was no, am I a good writer? Will people want to read this? What should I write about? Am I qualified enough to write about this? Like, oh, what about what everybody else is writing? Just did not cross my mind. Didn't care. (laughs) And of course, we know the way that the universe works. Then I was published. And I feel like recently I've been really trying to connect back to that version of M. And when I say connect back, she's still within me, right? That that little M is still a part of me. But she just got lost along the way. And for me, I think the greatest shift, not to go too deep into this, but when I was in primary school in my last year, I was really badly bullied. And I used to play the violin and I loved it. I was so shit at it, so shit, (laughs) but I absolutely loved it. And of course we know kids can be mean and I was really bullied for it. And I went home to my mom one day and I was like, I just don't want to play the violin anymore. And she was so confused. She was like, but you love the violin. And I was like, yeah, I just don't want to play it anymore. And then I stopped writing poetry. And then I stopped going to dance school. And the gymnastics that I used to practice became so much more about where was I gonna place in competitions than it was just me loving to move my body. And there's so many different examples of this. I'm sure that you have your own examples that you can put in place of that. And it's so funny because it's like we go on this process and I'm really learning about this through connecting to my Saturn return right now. How we go through that first transit around that age, that like nine-year-old age, where then our gaze starts to become external, right? We start to look out at the world and we're like, how does the world see me? How can I fit in? And for me, being bullied for being different meant that all I wanted to do was be invisible. So how can I just slot in? And then as we go through school, as we progress, as we go into university, it starts to become more of a like, how can I stand out? But in a way of how can I look the most impressive to get a job or to get good grades or, you know, you know the narrative here. And it seems so funny to me now because I'm coming back to that Saturn return place of, okay, I've gone out into the world and I've really... Being a shapeshifter, I'm reading Kagi Dunlop's Saturn Returns book at the moment and she refers to it like this and I think it's such a powerful way 
almost like going into the world and being like, okay, how can I be what you need to me to be? How can I fit in with you? How can I adhere to the norm here? How can I adhere to the shoulds? Because when we're in like those turbulent 20s years, that is what really feels safe. And now as I'm coming into the Saturn Returns, all of that is starting to shed away. And I'm now coming into a place of, actually, how can I live in a way that's true? And live in a way that feels aligned. And it's funny because I relate to that like five, six year old M more than ever before right now because I feel like there's a part of me that really just wants to embody her, wants her to be the channel that moves through me because she feels authentically me. And it's quite an uncomfortable place to sit with because you almost question like, oh, does that mean for the past decade I've just been living a lie or living inauthentically or living out of integrity or not living in my truth? And in all honesty, the answer's kind of yeah, but that's so part of the process. And I think that there's so much pressure now to always be authentic, always to be in alignment, always to act out of integrity. But actually, for me, the way that I reached that place is to just go out into the world, shapeshift, make mistakes, try this, fail at that, mold to what people need me to be because it's all part of the journey to then actually understand who you truly are. And I think I've got a lot more compassion for that now. It's taken me a while to get there for sure. But actually acknowledging that yes, that is so part of the journey, that is so part of the process. But also a really big part of the process is coming back and saying, you know what, I tried that. It didn't feel so good. It didn't feel aligned. It didn't feel authentic. So what is my authentic voice here? And I think this can be really paralyzing for a lot of us because maybe we don't know. Maybe we're almost scared of showing up at all because we're not entirely sure what it is we stand for so strongly or what our authentic voice is or where our true power lies and the only way to really know that is to just try and to put ourselves out there but we know the nature of the world we live in we live on social media which means that everything you do is very visible it's remembered it has the threat of being called out we've kind of moved away from the safety of our tribes into this like how can i be seen the most And it can make it really hard to almost stumble through, which is really what we're supposed to be doing in this chapter of our lives. And so for me right now, I'm really embodying this like young inner child M who truly just doesn't give a shit, in all honesty, like trying to put it in a nicer way, but she just didn't really give a shit. She just freely created whatever the fuck she wanted to create. And she expressed herself in a way that just came out, right? She didn't think about constructing it. She didn't think about filtering it or making it so that it would fit. And of course, I'm not going to tap fully into that. I do think there's this huge narrative online around like, you just shouldn't care what people think. You know, if you're rooted enough in yourself and if you're giving yourself all the validation you need, then you're just, you'll never care about what anyone else thinks. And, you know, I don't really believe that. I think we are these tribe-based beings who 
we want approval of others. Like we're very wired to want external validation. And I think that's okay, right? I think that's a very human reaction to have. But where's the balance in that? Because I spent most of my 20s obsessed with that validation and so scared to say anything that might compromise that. And so as I navigate this chapter of really coming home to myself is what it feels like, I am kind of asking myself the question of, okay, how can I find that medium? How can I create in a way that truly lights me up? In a way that feels like it is my authentic voice? In a way that I just enjoy? Whilst also considering that I am running a business and... I've got almost a decade's experience in marketing, in advertising, and I do understand the realm of communication and marketing and how to ensure that we are inviting in people into what we do. And it's really, really hard to be honest. It's hard to find that balance between create whatever the hell you want and also kind of create in a way that is going to invite people into your space too. And so a lot of my work over the past few months has been really finding that medium, that place. And I already know all of the advertising, marketing methodology. I know that. But for me, what my journey recently has really been is how can I tap back into that free creative centre? That creating in flow and just feeling so in tune with what you're doing and feeling really aligned and then meeting that with "Mm, how can I put this expression into the world in a way that lands and creates invitation and means that I actually get to do this as work right not just as this like passion hobby on the side but actually have my work channel through me And this is really what I've been creating offerings around. I am currently creating an entire course around this. That is that blend of free creativity, joy, flow, what lights you up and inviting people into that space, like bringing those two worlds together. And I'm actually currently planning a creative morning retreat, all different stuff around this that is really honestly lighting me up. And I credit so much of this to connecting to this inner child creator. And what I've really realized is that we kind of live in a world now where a lot of our creations have been turned into business and we've kind of forgotten how to create just for the joy of it. And so I've scaled back my work quite a lot and a lot of my spare time has been doing exactly that. Just creating with absolutely no agenda, playing just playing right no purpose behind it just play for the joy of playing and just letting myself be totally free like just sharing whatever's on my heart whatever feels true for me right now and this is such a necessary part of the process it really really is and I've been deep in psychological papers of how to tap into this state and how we can blend that with channeling through for our business because I think it's really important to create in a way that you love it to create in a way that feels very true to you and it really represents you your energy your frequency and it also does make marketing sense and it's funny because the industry wants you to be so black and white in this it wants you to either be like okay 
what solid marketing messaging or just create whatever's on your heart and everyone will come to you. And if you know me, if you've listened to my episodes before, if you follow me, you'll know that I am a Libra and the nuanced space (laughs) is where I always find myself. I'm like, okay, how can we find that middle ground in between? But I am really aware that that first step is to go quite strongly in the way of, okay, what brings me joy? What lights me up? How can I just create in a way that feels amazing? regardless of what it means for my business. And so like I said, some of the ways I've been doing that is play. I've got my skateboard out. I've been going to these ecstatic dances, moving my body. I come to the mat every morning and I just let my body flow however it wants to, regardless of what that looks like. Also just being creative writing. No agenda, not putting it anywhere, just writing for the love of it. I started playing instruments again, which has been a whole journey in itself for me, like recovering from that that like little girl who was so scared to be musical. And it's just been incredible. I feel so connected and grounded and myself. That's honestly really how I feel. And I really wanted to share on this topic today because I think it's becoming really, really lost. And I think I can hold my hands up and say that I've also played a part in that. Because I do share on marketing messaging and I do share how to create creations that bring people into your business. And like I said, I really believe in that and I really believe that's important. But I don't think I've been giving enough attention to that free creative side. And so I wanted to really sit down and just acknowledge that today. And to also share that I am really excited to be working on some offerings that bring these two worlds together. And lastly, I guess I just wanted to create an invitation for you to reflect within yourself of how much time you really make for this. And I'm actually putting together a free masterclass for this, for us to connect to this inner, I guess it is an inner child creator. Like I like the sound of that, but just this inner creator, like how much space in your day-to-day life do you make to be tapped into this flow state, this creative energy? And I have really been realising that it is such an energetic process. There's so many mornings that I come to my mat like, ugh, I don't want to do this. I feel so icky. I don't feel at all creative. I don't know how I'm going to do any work today. And within the space of half an hour, my energy is totally shifted. I'm in flow state. You cannot stop me. Very generator energy once that momentum gets going. And as I understand this more, I'm feeling really cool to share on this. So you can find some free meditations on tapping into creativity that I've just recorded whilst I've been in the process. I am putting together a course on this, which I'm so excited to share. I'm also holding some one-to-one sessions for this. So you can book a free discovery call below. There'll be more information about that provided. And yeah, I've got retreat days coming, lots of things in the pipeline, but... I guess my first reflection for you is just how much space are you creating? How connected are you to this inner child creator? And what is one thing you could do today to invite more of her in? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's always so lovely to be in this space and to have you here with me. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you would like to come and connect with some fellow conscious creators, you can find me at 
consciouscreatorco underscore. And if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one or a group capacity to help you find that conscious creation that I know is sitting within you, then you can book a free 15-minute call with me in the link in the show notes. I hope you have a consciously connected day.